Hello and welcome to the Jordan High 2004 podcast. This is Steve. And this is Gonzo. Gonzo, how are you doing? Good. I'm doing good, Steve. How are you? You know what? It. I'm great. It's been a it, beautiful weekend. It's been a nice weekend. Today, I took the... We took we took the kids out to the park, hitting tennis balls with Amelia, and we hadn't obviously we hadn't played all winter, so I was tossing balls and they're missing a whole bunch of them. All of a sudden, Amelia hits this really good clean hit, hits me right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> the girls were dying, and I was like, "Good hit!" Like, cause it really, cause I'm like just standing right in front of the net. Usually, they hit it, and I'm like, if it's coming towards me, I can catch the ball. But I just like wasn't paying attention. It just hit me right in the face. My like ear was ringing. I'm like, oh, good hit. The girls were dying. She's like, so proud of herself. Yeah. That's but nice. it was fun. It's, it's, it's like these last few days where like it's starting to get warm again. Man, I feel like I'm coming back alive. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I feel good again. We got out. We got to, we had a cookout together. Yeah. He came over. Yeah. We got to play tennis with BJ. Yeah, and BJ is he beat me, so he's yeah. good. But I, I was a little rusty too. I think next time, I'm I'm starting to get his number. Okay, <laughs> sure. Um, and you painted your cabinets; they look so good. I I did it last weekend, so I was really happy that it was done. So this weekend, I could just like be outside and just play, and it's been really nice. Nice. So you had been like just doing so many projects that I was like, crap, I got to do something. I know. My, mine are all half done. I've just like started a whole bunch of projects. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll finish them all at the same time. I know. Little by little, they're knocking them out. It'll be nice. I think we need to, this isn't, we're going to have another big get together. I think we should have another big, like big cookout. Yeah. Elena offered her house. She said she's, she's in White City. That's kind of like a central location. She offered it. So I'm doubling down. That Elena's house is the next place that we're going to have a cookout. Yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> I'll text her to make sure it's okay. <laughs> well, who are we Who are we talking to today? So today we have Lee Denning. He's one of our like high school close friends. So I'm, I'm really excited to talk to him. Oh, gosh. Me too. He uh, he reached out and agreed to be on. Like We kind of talked with him about it. I don't think he was super pumped to come on the show. Right. But... I'm glad he did, and I think it's going to be really awesome just to catch up with him. I haven't I haven't talked to him very much the last little while, so yeah, I've been talking to him a little bit since like the last in a f- a few months ago. He had posted something about like, hey, if anyone needs help buying a PS Five, hit me up. So I was like, I messaged him a, a few months ago. I'm like, hey, put me on that list. <laughs> it's like next time, <laughs> next time you're buying PS Fives, though, like. Uh, buy one for me, Lee. <laughs> and so he hooked you up. Huh? Yeah, he did. He and I, I know it's like. It's a lot of work. Like people are following all these Twitter accounts. Then they're like, "Is it still hard to get one?" Even like it is right still. Now? You can't go to the store and buy one, so you have to wait for Walmart, Target, or Best Buy to have like their next shipment, and then you have to be like in the first one of the first people that orders one. And there's all these bots and stuff like trying to buy them, so you have to beat all the robots. So thank you, Lee. I, I really appreciate it because I, I freaking love it. It's awesome. I wonder, maybe I should reach out to him. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for your kid's birthday or something. <laughs> My birthday's coming up next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> All right, so here's our, here's our conversation with uh, Lee. So, fellas? Catch us up a little bit. What's, uh, what have you been up to? What, what's your life been like lately? 
well, it's been uh, a whole lot of boring. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I did the whole mission after high school. I guess we're starting there. Went to Argentina, and uh, I was going to pick on you, Gonzo, and tell you that Uruguay is a part of Argentina, but I know it's not. <laughs> hey, Uruguay is in the World Cup. I just found out through Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Facebook. But yeah, so I did that, came home. I've been a, how far are we? Like 18 years past high school. So I've been a an 18-year college student and just barely graduated with my degree in software development in January. So congratulations. Finally got that out and out of the way. Besides that, I don't know. Most people think I'm a photographer professionally because that's all I post on social media is just my Instagram pictures. When I go on trips, I do a lot of photography, landscape, nighttime photography. Yeah, yeah. So you, are you close? Are you around here? I think you live in Utah County, right? Yeah, I've been in Utah my whole life. I live in Lehigh up on Traverse Mountain, just the oh. Adobe building. Nice. Got really lucky and looked for a house in 2015. Finally bought one in like 2020, right before the prices increased to an astronomical number. So, nice. Yeah, that's where I've been. Good time to buy. <laughs> it, 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 was, yeah, it, was it was a good time to buy, for sure. Definitely. I, I'm pretty sure my equity has just doubled. My neighbors just sold for double what I bought my house for. And I was like, this is incredible. How. How is how our house is selling for this much? It's been nuts. Yeah, who's got this kind of money, right? <laughs> Besides Steve, <laughs> no, not me. <laughs> Just kidding. One day when I pay off my student loans, that'll be a great day. In like thirty years from now, so awesome. <laughs> yeah, that that is a good feeling. I, the only loan I have is my house, so I, I feel blessed in that aspect. Um, Congratulations. Are you ever like tempted to like? You look at how much your house is worth. Are you ever tempted to like, man, I should just sell this? Oh, yeah. Just to- like I have – most of my friends these days are people I've met on Instagram that are also photographers here in Utah. And we just – I don't know. It's like – it's just more trusting. I don't know. Like hearing you guys talk with BJ about just how it's hard to trust people nowadays. And I know that was a kind of a different topic, but – it's kind of similar. I'm I'm still single, so I'm still doing the dating life. And it's just, it's so weird that I'll meet someone in real life. We'll think about going on a date and then they'll be like, well, I don't really trust people. But then they'll go on a date with someone that they meet on a dating app that they've talked with for 30 minutes. <laughs> so it's, it's just kind of strange how the world is these days. But it's so weird. So, um, yeah, you, uh, I've been tempted because a lot of my friends have sold their places and they just live in like travel vans and things like that, living that life. And it seems really, it looks like a lot of fun. I, I'd be excited about it, but. Do you, uh, how is the dating world in Utah in when you're in your thirties? Oh my gosh. It's so terrible. <laughs> 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 it's so funny. I, I was going to mention that like, just the way things are these days, like everyone looks at someone on Instagram or they look at someone on Facebook and they think, wow, they're living the life. Their life is so great. I mean, I've traveled the world. I've been everywhere that I've wanted to see. 
I've wanted to be to Iceland and Ireland. I lived in Japan and just all over the place, everywhere that looked cool. I, I mean, I was single, so I was like, I'll buy a ticket and just go there. Um, and everyone thinks my life is so exciting. And they're like, Lee, what's, I just wish my life was like yours, but it's the complete opposite from this end, this end of the spectrum. It's like all my brothers are married. Most of them have kids. Most of you guys, like all my friends from back in the day have families. And I think this is the opposite. I'm like, man, it'd be so great to just be settled down, have some kids of my own, you know? So it's kind of funny how everyone's jealous of everyone, but if they just took a step back and realized how great they had it, they'd, they'd be a lot happier in life. I don't know. You guys feel the same way? It's kind of like the saying, like the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Like, oh yeah. Especially if you're looking at Instagrams. Like, yeah, I was going to say, like, your photography that you post, some of those pictures are awesome. And like, man, yeah, Lee does go everywhere. That's really cool. And like, the thing I think about with kids is like, when you go on a vacation with kids, it's not a vacation. It's like a family trip. It's like, it's a vacation if you go without your kids. But then, oh yeah. Do you trust people to keep your kids for like any extended period of time? And it's harder. And so yeah. you're right. Like I see that and I think, man, that'd be really nice to like travel and do all that stuff. But then I also, it's nice. Like just get to go home and just chill. Like I played Madden with my kid on, on PlayStation today. Like just sitting there and it was, yeah, I think it's just like you just said, like if you can appreciate what you've got, that'd make life a whole lot more fulfilling. It would be like, I mean, and there are pros and cons to to everything, right? Every, everyone says like the grass, the grass is always greener because they see the highlights, the the freedom that you have from being single. But then at the same time, it's just like I don't know. I, I think the older I get, the more antisocial I become in a way. Like, so it's like I wouldn't want to go on a date with a stranger. It's like, man, that doesn't sound like fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. <laughs> After all these years, it's so repetitive. And then when a relationship doesn't work out, because I, I was actually pretty close. We were starting to talk marriage a few months ago with the last person I was dating. We knew each other for about a year and a half. And then it just didn't work out. And when it ended, you're just, oh, man, I have to have that first date and find out your favorite food and your favorite color all over again. And it's like, it's just so draining. It's exhausting. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah. But uh, I, I do live next door to one of my brothers, and they just had a little girl. So that's pretty much the highlight of my week is whenever I get to see my little niece, I just go next door and hang out with her. That makes everything better. I think I'm going out of order of your typical interview process. Oh, uh, no, no, that's all good. good. But, but do tell us. Tell us a little bit about high school Lee, who you were, what you thought of yourself, what you think other people thought of you. Yeah, I put a lot of thought into that ever since you guys reached out. I opened up the yearbooks, went through, remembered everybody. I was big into sports. I was raised playing basketball and baseball. And that's honestly all I cared about. I did well in school, um, made sure I did my homework every day. And then, honestly, I wore basketball shorts under my pants all the time. I don't know if you, you guys ever saw that, but... I was always ready to just drop trout and go play some basketball <laughs> when, whenever someone wanted to go play. So that was me. Um, I also, I was pretty much the fly on the wall. Like I remember as a kid thinking just everyone was my friend. I just walked up and talked to anybody. Looking back though, 
throughout the years, I've realized like a lot of those people weren't really the greatest of friends. A lot of them tore me down, picked on me a lot. They would bully me. I remember getting kicked in the crotch just because kids thought it was funny. And then I would, I would laugh with them just to like get along and be like, Oh, you guys are funny. And you know, I just didn't want to have enemies. So I just avoided confrontation like that. And I just assumed everyone was my friend, even when they 100% were not my friend, you know? So, but I did have a good group of friends. I mean, I think Steve Gonzo, you guys, you guys were always awesome to me. You were so friendly you invited me into the group and like all my memories of you guys are so great. <laughs> so that's like the main reason I decided to come back to the podcast. Cause just it'd be fun to talk to you guys again. Has it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a long time. And I, I've been looking forward to this one. Cause I consider you like one of my better friends from high school. Like I, I think we spent a lot of time together and I think as, as we graduated, like it happens, but you kind of part ways, but you and I would connect every, every once in a while randomly um, sure. But I, I think back to those times a lot of, and I have stories that we'll get to later, like two really funny stories I think are going to be really funny. But I, same thing, like I just think very fondly of our friendship over, over the years, especially back in high school. No, I'd agree. Like, I think thanks to you guys, Gus, I mean, there was like um, Trent Wilkes, a lot of other people that were in our group that, that made high school fun. I mean, I didn't date, so everyone that said that high school was her- tor- was horrible because of dating, I didn't know that <laughs> because I honestly didn't date in high school. All I cared about was sports and then just being friends. I would say yes to girls to go to dances with them just so I could be with our friends. And I, I hope any girl that asked me to do a date didn't just hear that and get offended. Um, if you got offended, <laughs> send in a voice memo. <laughs> send in a voice memo. <laughs> hey, girl, let's go dance closer to Gus in his day so we can chat it up. <laughs> <laughs> now they know my secret. 20 years later. How long do you no, think it, it took you to, to realize that, that maybe these guys aren't exactly my friends, the ones that you're talking about? Honestly, it took a really long time. Like, you have to sit down and actually force yourself to think things out. Like, there's a lot in in any aspect of life, you know. But I got to one point later on down the road, maybe five years ago, where dating was just not working for me. Like, I grew up with four brothers. I was always taught to respect women. So I tried my best to do that. But I just didn't know how to treat women not being raised around them, you know, and I decided to get a therapist. I found out that my work just pays for free therapy, like eight free visits a year or something. And I was like, cool, I'm going to do that and find out maybe what negative qualities I have about myself that I don't know about. And that was, that was life changing. Like, I still feel like there's so much to learn about myself, but I remember he started by asking how I was as a kid, how I was raised, what I did when I got angry, what my parents did when I got angry, how I was disciplined, all these questions. I thought I had the most perfect parents. And honestly, I thought I thought I had an amazing life, Even especially hearing like what Bonnie went through, what Dr. Prue went through. I call him Dr. <laughs> Prue just from, 
what all stuff used to call them in ceramics <laughs> class. But, uh, like they went through a lot and like none of us knew that. You guys talk about that on all your podcasts. Like there's so much that everyone was going through that no one had any idea they were going through. Like Gonzo, I, I always thought you were a citizen. I never thought you had any issues with that. It's just, there's just so much you don't know about people. And it was the same with me, like going through therapy. I thought my parents were perfect. Um, they never yelled. They never fought. I'd never, to this day, I've never seen my parents fight. And I remember the day my therapist was like, that's actually a bad thing, Lee. And I was like, Joe, his name was, I called him therapy, Joe. I was like, Joe, you're wrong. Like they've never fought. They've been the perfect examples. And he was like, Lee, think about it you don't know how to address conflict. You've never seen your parents fight. You don't know how to handle it when something like that happens. That's why in high school, when kids kicked you in the crotch, instead of getting mad and yelling back, you didn't want to cause a big fuss about it. So you stayed quiet. You kept your lips shut. Um, so I learned a lot from that. I was like, holy cow, that's how I'm in relationships. Like, I'm just the pushover, like I'll do whatever to try and keep things happy and smiley, you know? <laughs> so I've learned quite a bit from it, but um, I'm kind of going on, on off on a tangent. No, because I mean, <laughs> it, it, you're kind of going on to like how you've changed, how yeah, you're yeah. different today than you were in high school. And it sounds like therapy has is, is helped a lot with that. And, you know, as you're trying to, because you're going through and talking about how you're trying to understand women or you're trying to understand how to have healthy relationships. Right. Um, and therapy sure. is helping you, helping you out through that. So that, that, that goes into, into your changes. How else, how else have you changed? I feel like the majority of your podcasts have been, I just wanted to be accepted. And that's a lot of what I talked about in therapy as well. They talked about like self attunement, trust, like making a connection with people, just love like there were a lot of things that I did as a kid because I was the oldest child of four boys that I did to try and get my just feel loved by my parents feel accepted to feel like I was a part of the team you know and so I've always been that way even in high school I would honestly I would do anything for my friends like I always tried to put friends first I remember getting home from my mission and finding out that my friends from high school were still around. And I was so happy because <laughs> I, for some reason, thought like after high school, we'd all go on missions and never see each other again. But uh, no, I came home and I was so happy to have friends still that we could still hang out with. But I did put that first, like dating, I would always put the girlfriend first. I would fail my college classes. I would always put family and friends first, even though if it was 2 a.m. and they called me like, hey, I need help with something like, I mean, it's a good quality, obviously. I, I learned that from my dad. He, My brother's car broke down in Colorado once and he left work, grabbed a trailer, drove to Colorado. We met at a Walmart. He peed <laughs> and we put it back, put the car back on the trailer and he drove home. Like, that's just how my family was. We'd do anything for anyone. But I've learned growing up that you do have to put you first, especially when it's tearing you away from your life goals and, and affecting you in, in a negative way. You know, obviously you want to be good and do good for others, but you, you need to make sure to take care of you as well. So, uh, 
I don't know. That's, that's what I've been working on. It's here we are like 18 years past high school and I'm still over here. Like someone will text me at like midnight. Hey, I'm having a bad day. Can you come hang out? It's like, I work at 5am <laughs> and I have, I mean, I work for, I work for a big tech company. I'm a designated support engineer. So I, I've been assigned to help one of the enterprise customers and it's nuts. Like, if something breaks, if I don't have it fixed that day, they're losing hundreds of thousands of dollars. So I can't risk staying up late because my friend had a bad night. Just, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, yeah, yeah, I get it. I mean, you have to, and also as you're older, you have more responsibilities. You have to, you have a responsibility to yourself to make sure that you're healthy mentally and and physically, and you have to, a responsibility to your, to your employer and to your job too. Uh, and, and those are important. And it's, it is a good quality for someone that's willing to help. And I, and I try to be that kind of person too, but it's the same thing. It's like, for example, like I'll help anybody in the neighborhood. If they're moving, I'll, I'll go and help. But it's just like, I'm only going to help for like two hours tops. You know, it's like after that, sorry, I'm not, I'm not gonna, like, it's, it's on them to like be, try to be as organized as possible, you know, and I will go and I'll hustle. I'll like, you know, try to, I'll try to move your heavy things, your dryer or whatever, but I'm not going to be there all day. You know, it's, I'm, I'm just only going to do it for a little bit because it's Saturday and I I need to spend time with my family, with my kids and stuff. But so it's, it is a balance and it is a hard balance to strike. And, you know, oh, definitely. Like, I mean, I'm not saying I, I do it right, but you know, it, it's something that you're constantly working on. It's like, what are you comfortable with at the same time as like also being able to being knowing that being helpful is a good thing and, and wanting to be helpful. Sure. Yeah. So I guess that's, that's the word I was looking for was balance. You need to find a nice, healthy balance. And that's, that's what I've kind of been working on throughout my years past high school, I guess, like instead of giving my all to everyone else and not making sure I was taken care of, you just, you have to find that healthy balance between friends and family and yourself. So So that's what I've been working on. Yeah. It sounds like you're learning a lot about yourself. You're, you've learned some lessons. What, what else do you think? What else uh, have you learned? What, what are the, your big lessons that you had in the last 18 years or so? I'd say autonomy is another big one. I depended a lot on friends and family to give me something to do. If I was on my own, I'd feel alone. I'd be sad going to like, I mean, even therapy Joe diagnosed me as extreme depression and I had no idea. Like I never, I dated people that always depended on pills and I've, I've learned to I've learned a lot about depression, anxiety, a lot of those things. Cause I was one of those guys that was raised like, if you're sad, go play sports or go for a run, do something to help distract you and you'll feel better. And it does help, but it doesn't help everyone. So I've, I've learned a lot about that. Um, and when I went to Ireland, I, <clears throat> I decided to, I don't know. I just found cheap tickets. They were 300 bucks. Uh, our office was in Ireland, so they said I could go work there while I was there. So I worked there for a week, and then I took three weeks off and just traveled 
and I thought it would be this amazing experience, which it was, which it was. But the first day I got there, I got to my hotel. I was sitting there, and I was like, "Well, one Ireland's half the size of Utah. I don't know if you knew that, but I was thinking, <laughs> oh, it's this huge country. It's going to take a month for me to visit. No, in like a week and a half, I had seen all of Ireland, and then nothing else to do. <laughs> so, but no, I learned a lot about just autonomy, being like content with yourself being happy with boredom honestly like when you're bored if you're studying something that's important i sit and read uh, knowledge-based articles at work all day about how to resolve issues with my customer and they're the most boring thing on the planet <laughs> like it's worse than reading i don't know numbers in the bible or something like that. it's <laughs> so boring but uh back you just is the bomb <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i've learned to just accept quiet and to be welcoming of quiet and boredom because when you're reading, sometimes it's not always the most exciting thing, but in the end there's, there's a lot of benefit that comes out of it. So I don't know. I'm, I'm far from the wisest guy. So when you guys reached out and you're like, Lee, let's do this. You can tell us all your wisdom of what you learned. <laughs> I don't know, man. I learned how to fold an origami quaint crane or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, how can like, I don't know. How can anyone be bored with like PlayStation now? You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what? How is your PlayStation, by the way? <laughs> you know what? I love it. So, side note, Lee did all the legwork um, for me to be able to get a PS5. Um, my kids have been the only ones that played it. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't played it this, this week. I'm like, ah, because there are like, I still even have a backlog of like PS4 games that I want to play. That, um, I'm going to start tackling my, my video game <laughs> backlog. Finish the backsplash, and then I'm going to hit that PS5 hard. So maybe stop using your treadmill and get like a stationary bike. So can... <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> Workout and play. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, anyone from high school that still needs a PS5 or a computer graphics card, hit me up. <laughs> I've, I've figured out the algorithm. I know how to get them. I, I love that you brought up just like learning how to handle being bored because I feel like that that's huge as I think oh, people, so huge. like my therapist and I had talked about that where it's just like people today don't know how to be bored. Like we have to be entertained all the time. And if we're not, it's just like you, it forces you to be alone with your thoughts and, yeah. and to be able to learn how to be okay with that and to be bored or to learn how to, okay, I have this time. How am I going to fill it uh, constructively? I think that's a that's a skill that I think probably you know I think all of us at our age we knew life before social media and internet like took over everything so we we grew up being busy and being active like you're talking about playing sports and just getting outside and I feel yeah. like it's that's not necessarily as easy today because we can just be like well I'll just pull up my phone and just scroll and scroll and then you don't have to think but it's not it's not addressing being the board you're just filling it with filler yeah. No, I'd agree. That's something else I actually thought of bringing up was just social media in general. Like everyone thinks, oh man, Lee's all about it. But I've just learned, I actually got into photography because a roommate came home with a GoPro and he was like, I'm going to start an Instagram called Utah Spots and we're going to show people all the cool spots in Utah. And I was like, <laughs> good luck with that, buddy. That's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> but he came home and he had some really cool pictures. And I was like, that's awesome. And he was trying to get night pictures with his GoPro. 
and it didn't work. So I went and bought a better camera that could do better night photography. And then he bought a better one. We got really into it for a year and we posted pictures every day for a year. And I was obsessed. And it's all I thought about was how many likes. And so I, I completely understand like how kids are these days because I got sucked into it. But I hate it. I honestly hate Facebook. I hate social media. The only reason I have it still is to keep in, keep in touch with people like you guys. And I do do photography and videography as like a side gig. So I'll get people reaching out, paying me for weddings or for, I don't know, business videos and stuff like that. But I don't know. Did you ever do the, the social fast back when the church challenged everyone to do like a week without social media? I've done them during like, and yeah, I've done them during like elections, but like, I'm going to delete this up from my phone for a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like... That's a good time. <laughs> Especially if you don't want to lose half your friends. <laughs> but no, I just remember doing it for a week and literally I had to physically stop my hand. Like, I don't know, physically, yeah, like... mentally, I had to stop my hand from going to my pocket and being like, just to check my phone. And I was looking at nothing. I just, right. if I caught myself with nothing to do, I'd reach for my phone. And it really is, it's so, it's so enlightening to be able to develop that discipline um, of getting bored and accepting of it, being able to read a book and read it all the way through. Um, I mean, you guys get so deep and I was terrified to get on this podcast because I was like, this isn't, hey, let's catch up. This is like a therapy session with Stephen <laughs> Gunn. <and stuff." laughs> but like listening to Sway and and um, and BJ talking about how pornography affects your life. Like I struggled with it as a kid too and it affected me big time. I ended up doing the stupidest things. Um, I lost friends. I I hated myself and I still struggle with like self-love because just things I did in the past when I don't know if <laughs> it was actually a uh, Brian Hartwell that kicked me in the crutch. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember <laughs> Brian, <laughs> but he, he like changed after high school. He reached out to everyone on Facebook yeah. and he'd mm -hmm. sent like novels of, of apologies to people. And I just looked up to him so much and I was like, dude, Brian, like, Sure, it's not cool to kick a guy in the crotch, but like, thank you so much. And I was that way. I feel like I hated myself so much. So I've I spent so much time trying to reach out to anyone that I've wronged in my past, um, and trying to fix it. But just things like that, like having the sorry, I'm all over the place, but having the discipline to not give in to an addiction like pornography or drinking. Um, having the discipline. I even tried that cold shower challenge for a while where you took a cold shower every morning and that takes a ton of discipline, but like being able to do that, it's just been so amazing for me. Like I just love experiencing new things like that. So there's another thing I've been working on. It's just self betterment. I've bought so many self-improvement books that I'm, I've only read maybe 20% of them, but it's just so much fun to, to learn about. I love you guys' podcast because I've been learning a lot from just what everyone's been saying. So thanks to you guys for that. Oh, thanks. So it sounds like you're kind of getting into things that you're, that you've found like new, new passions. So tell us, sure. tell us about things that you're passionate about now. It sounds like self-improvement has become one of those things as you're learning about yourself, as you're learning 
the things that, about yourself that maybe you weren't happy about and you're trying to change? What are, and sounds like photography and, and travel and looking around, checking places out in Utah have been, have been passions. What, what other passions have you found? Um, <laughs> this reminds me of dating these past couple of years. Cause that's what women asked me. And I'd be like, Oh, I hate that question. Cause I don't know. I never had an answer. I was always the jack of all trades. I loved all types of sports. I love snowboarding. I love just trying everything. I wasn't amazing at anything, but I was good at everything. But I definitely think photography was one of them. I always loved stealing my dad's camera that used to be like a giant box with a VHS cassette tape in it, you know, yeah. and just making like funny videos as a kid. But then in high school, we had that photography professor. I can't remember his name, but he always gave me poor, poor grades and he never really commended me or is that the right word he never complimented me on my photography he always said no you didn't you didn't quite understand the the assignment and so i gave up and i stopped doing photography until i had that roommate that got me back into it but was that mario yeah mario you know mario yeah we'll talk about mario later okay <laughs> we're going <laughs> camping next weekend you can come um, but yeah, no, it was Mario. So if you guys want to look up Utah spots, he's a good buddy of mine. But yeah, I don't know. I've, I've definitely gotten big into video photography. I love it. I actually started a YouTube for a while because I have a friend that made it in YouTube. He's got like 2.5 million followers. Dang. He's got like supercars. And I was like, hey, if he can do it, I can do it. And I have like five YouTube videos that get boring after five minutes. But <laughs> if you want to, if you want to see any of the trips I've been on, I did one for Iceland and I did one for Ireland, and then I did just random things like I went to the Antique Roadshow once <laughs> and Ooh, I documented funny. it. Um, that's awesome. And if you want, if you want to get good, me a jury duty. <laughs> If you, if you want to get good at accepting boredom, yeah, watch my videos. <laughs> um, no, that and just progress. Like I, I love learning. I'm I'm done with school now, and I'm never going back because I honestly feel like college is the waste of time and money. Sorry for the negativity, but <laughs> I honestly do, especially in the tech industry. Everyone I work with, the top guys don't have degrees. And they're the smartest guys on my team. And I just wasted all this money to get a degree. And I'm like, ugh. And isn't, this is what I hear. It's like everything that you learn is outdated the second you like got your diploma. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's certifications you can take that still, twi they still quiz you on floppy disks and things like that. Right. Like, <laughs> why is this still in this test? But uh, no, no, that's the problem with tech is it's always changing and it progresses so quick. I've got friends that take, parental leave for three months and come back and they have no idea how to support the product that we're working on just because it changes so quickly so uh, Lee do we have any beef? <laughs> I have no beef honestly even even the people that picked on me in high school I'm beyond it Like we were kids uh, I've got no beef with you guys I have no beef with anyone I'm sure people have beef with me, so if they do, I sincerely really am so sorry Send for anything that memo. I did in the past. <laughs> do it. No, I, I'm serious. Like, If I'd ever upset anyone, and I'm sure I had in the past, I, I am completely 
happy to resolve it. I love that you guys do that. When you ask people if they have beef, I always think of that Primus song, Shapes, Shake Hands with Beef. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what they should have called it. <laughs> Let's shake hands with beef. Steve, but, you have uh, beef with me? I have no beef, but I have some fun Do you stories. have a funny story? Yeah. I've got I've got one for each of you too, but we'll let Steve go first. Oh, all right. So we rewind, rewind back to February fourteenth, two thousand four. Oh, that was Valentine's my story. Day. Oh, okay. You tell. It. I want to hear your version. I yeah. I wonder if it's going to be the same. So February fourteenth, two thousand four, was it? Three or four. It was Valentine's Day. I remember for Valentine's Day, we went to Walmart. Me and Steve. And they announced that all the heart-shaped boxes of chocolates were on sale. Is this the same story? No. Oh, all right. Well, here we go. Um, so Steve and I though. bought like <laughs> Steve and I bought like all of the boxes of chocolates, <laughs> no, which were like twenty or something. I don't know. And they were the big ones, not even the little ones. And we went around, and I remember we would just give them to girls, and we'd call them beautiful. And. <laughs> It was just so cool to me. Like, we're doing such a good deed. (laughs) There's probably so many single girls out here like, I hate this day so much. And then two extremely good-looking men pull up and give them a heart-shaped box of chocolates. (laughs) Call them beautiful. But then that day continued. Like, a lady from Walmart wanted a ride to the track station. And she smoked. But we were like, cool, just don't smoke in my car. So we drove her to the track station. And we got there. I don't remember how it happened. But someone gave us a microwave. I don't know if you remembered any of this. And we were like, what are we going to do with this microwave? We were going to put cool things in it and just watch it burn. But we ended up finding the crappiest looking vehicle in the parking lot. And we left it by that vehicle. So we're like, they're poor. Maybe they need a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like later that night we went back and that van was gone and the microwave was gone so i just felt like we like saved the world that Valentine's taste. <laughs> now i want to know i want to hear your story because that's how i remember that valentine's day well was shoot because so my story it was you and me and bowen we were together okay. on valentine's night so this may yeah. we may have been together all day i don't know sounds like we were and I think maybe just you had a cell phone. I can't remember. But we were like cruising state. And these girls in this other car were like, hey. And we're like, hey. And uh, we didn't like, we didn't know what we were doing. So it's like instead of like yelling our phone number, we like wrote our number on a piece of paper. And like we were driving 45 miles an hour really close. And like, here. <laughs> and like handed them the paper while we're driving. And then... Uh, Never heard from them again, but I just always remember, like, I hung out with Lee and Bowen on that Valentine's Day, and we had so much fun that night. It was magical. It was magical. I totally forgot about that, but that, you bringing that up, that's hilarious. Like, all the, the, the boxes of chocolates. That's so funny. We, we must have been together all day long that day. <laughs> the, that microwave story makes me think of when we went to the Cosmic Bowling or whatever, like... Oh, yeah. And it was for Black Friday. And you were like, okay, we're all done. But guys, I got to go to Walmart because I have to get this. Uh, what was it? It was, 
I swear it was like a maybe it was a Blu-ray player or uh, something yeah. microwave. I think you know? it was a Blu-ray player. <laughs> maybe <it was> a microwave. <laughs> you had to buy this thing on sale, so we were like in the huge long line at Walmart just to get in. And I think like no one else wanted this thing. We easily grabbed this one item, and uh, I think it was for your mom. Your mom was like, "If you're going bowling that night, you need to go to the Walmart and buy this." I, I think I think I remember you jumping the line. <laughs> did you jump the line? I probably did. I was like, that was, I, I was on I a mission. Swear, <laughs> because I was this little kid that was afraid to break any rules as a kid. And I remember you ran to the front, jumped in front of everyone as they opened the door, and people were so pissed. <laughs> 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 Maybe that's why it was easy to get that item. But <laughs> they probably thought I was, gonna, I was booking it for the PS2, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> And my story with Gonzo, I guess there is parcel beef. I remember it because I was the goody Tusu little kid like that would never disrespect my teachers. I always had homework in time. And I remember, I think it was like a biology class or something, whatever class we were in, sophomore year of high school, Gonzo, you were in sweatpants, like... You were joking around with everyone. Teacher was trying to get everyone in order, and you were just being a clown. And I was like, I hate that kid. (laughs) (laughs) I remember not liking you at all. (laughs) I'm never going to learn this biology. (laughs) (laughs) But later on, I remember an assembly where I think it was a Christmas assembly. They were doing something. Someone was dressed like a Christmas tree. And they were slowly like coming up behind the kids that were sitting in a circle hearing a Christmas story. And you hear Gonzo from the audience go, look out behind you. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know, like the switch, the switch switched. And I was like, I love that kid. (laughs) I'm I'm so happy I wore you down. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, those are my good stories with you guys. I, High oh, school was you, good Lee. times, and I'm glad that I'm glad that people still have the technology to reach out, say hey, and catch up. Yeah, I'm really happy we got to do this. Yeah, man. No, it's been good, and I've I've learned a lot. Like at first, I didn't listen to a lot of the podcasts because I I don't know I didn't want to go back to the high school days because I did have bad memories back then. But just listening to what everyone else went through. It's been really good. So I'm really glad you, you guys are doing this. And it's it's a lot less work, Steve. I don't know if you remember, but I reached out closer to one of our high school reunions and was like, dude, I do a lot of video editing. I could help like, have everyone send in video about how their lives are doing and make this epic video of everybody. And then you guys came out with this podcast idea. And I was like, oh, it's way less work for me. Yeah, you guys <laughs> I, remember, I think you said you, you wanted to do it for like our 20... 20- 15 reunion yeah or the, right. the 15 year and you were like yeah but yeah I was like, Lee, that was last year <laughs> <laughs> see I, I got picked on a lot but there was reason there was reasons like that <laughs> I, I love the idea though i love the enthusiasm <laughs> a great idea lee but you're a year late <laughs> no i i love that we uh i don't know it's funny you bring it up but i we never knew that the podcast would turn into what it has. And it's all because of you guys, like you come on and you're willing to share your story and everyone that's been on has been great. And I think it's, that's why it's been really good. We never have any, when we started, never had any thoughts of like reunions or 
connecting people or doing whatever. But it's been really cool because when that comes up, I think a lot of people will have something to talk about. Like we all, we have all these built in icebreakers now of like, Hey, I had never knew you were going through this. And, and, uh, it'll be cool to see what happens when, when our 20 year reunion pops up and hopefully it'll be different than the 10 year when I had a lot of people tell me, Oh, I already talked to everyone I want to talk to. I'm not going to come to that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to, I'll go to the, the 20th reunion, Steve. Let's do it at Gonzo's house. <laughs> I'll I'll, in the I'll bring the camera and we can make some make a fun video or I'll take pictures for you guys. Oh, thank you. That'll be fun. <laughs> but no, it's it's good catching up with you guys. I'm I'm not sure if you had any other questions, but yeah, is there anything? Much me. Yeah, is there anything you want to promote or any any other thing you want to talk about? Or no, nothing people? for my end. Like honestly, I've still. I know I just said like I need to focus more on me, but I'm I'm always happy to help people still. I mean, anyone that needs help with like family photos or I mean, I'll give you the high school discount. <laughs> nice. But I'm happy to like help people out with like photos, video. If anyone wants to catch up, I'm always I mean, I I work from home. I'm alone all day apart from roommates, so it's always good to get out of the house. So you guys want to go hiking and do stuff, let's get it done. Yeah. We'll hit you up for lunch or like uh, next time we do a cookout or something. Yeah. Karaoke. And props night. to uh, – I, I did I did drive all the way downtown and buy some Jerome sausages. Oh, yeah. How was it? <laughs> I, I am happy to report that they are probably the best sausages I've had in the past decade. They're, they're delicious. Yeah. I, I haven't been I, – I wouldn't promote a bad product. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know if he'll do this all the time, but he gave me a whole free pack because I mentioned Gonzo's name. Oh, so. <laughs> go nice. talk to Craig. Hey, He's a I, good guy. Yeah, I make it. I won't make any promises for Craig, but he may. He may give you a hookup <laughs> if you mention the podcast. No, we we talk about it all the time. We are not sponsored by them. It's just they're delicious. Yeah, they are delicious. So, they were amazing. Very good. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lee. It was great talking to you. Of course. Same to you guys. Have an awesome night. All right. You take care. We'll stay in touch. Love you, buddy. Love you. See ya. Bye. Bye. Steve, we just got done talking to Lee. What are your thoughts? I thought it was great. And I think I say that every time we're done. Um, It was really fun connecting with him. He's someone that was like a good friend of mine. I really... I really consider him a good friend of mine and I haven't seen him for a long time, but I, I feel like it just kind of starts right where it left off. And it's really awesome for me to hear how he's just done a lot of work for himself. And it seems like he's like, he talked about autonomy and making decisions for himself and learning a lot about his past things. He didn't know about himself and making the changes, but still like by the end, he's like, I know I'm saying all this, but I still want to help you. Like he's still true to who he is. And, uh, just really good to hear, um, you know, where, where he's at and what he's been able to, to do. Um, I don't know. I thought it was great just to catch up with him. One of the things that jumped out at me was his thoughts about on boredom. And I had read some things. It's, there's this lady that from WNYC that did this, wrote this book called Bored and Brilliant talking about how when we are bored, it is are the times when our brain finds inspiration, where we get 
and like creative ideas where we have like all these sparks and she had worked in technology a lot and she'd noticed how like with all this technology we are never bored anymore and that's kind of hurt like the innovation the new creative ideas like the artistic process and so i was thinking about that i was thinking how like being bored is part of life too and kind of also learning how to deal with it how to entertain yourself how to be autonomous i think about like my kids they're just like they will stop one activity and like within 30 seconds they're like, i'm so bored <laughs> I was like, go draw, go ride a bike, go do something, <laughs> you know? So I was thinking about that. I and I love Lee. I was, it was so good to catch up with him. It's interesting because I was also thinking about, and I think I said it, about dating. It's just like, that'd be rough. It'd be rough. But now maybe, like, you can date all the single moms out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I wanted to bring up another story and I, I forgot by the end, but it's like, I remember one time we were out camping and it was like a bunch of us. Garrett was there. Drew was there. Gus was there. I think you were there. Mm-hmm. Um, and is this the Roman, Roman candle fight? This is not the, this might've been the same time. <laughs> it could have been the same camping, camping trip. Like we used to go out to the desert and just go camping, like take yeah. our tents. But no, this was the BB gun. <laughs> or like somebody had a BB gun. I think it was Garrett. I was like shooting people with it and he like pumped it up a whole bunch of times and they just shot Lee in the leg and Lee was like, ah, and then so he's like, funny, Garrett, oh. <laughs> then he's like, holy crap, it's in it's my in leg again. And yeah. then like, he had to like pop it like a zit to pop the BB out of his leg. And we all thought that was just so funny. I was either there or like, I've heard that story so many times that it's, I have image memory images of it. <laughs> For those of you out there that were there, is that how it happened? Because I can see it vividly in my mind, just like just squeezing his leg and popping that little BB out. Crazy. Garrett, was it you? <laughs> Lee, let us know what you remember. There's some about additional that beef. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, I, I love Lee. I, I love him. I think he's a good person. I know that he's spent a lot of time with Alex and Trent, and we have Alex. He'll be coming on the show soon, and. Uh, Trent, I, I would love to talk to Trent. He's like one of my best friends in high school and we'll see how things go, but it's great. Great to hear from him. Yeah. If you'd like to be on the podcast, send us an email, jordanhigh 2004 podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any thoughts on the podcast or a funny story or something, send in a voice memo and we'll plug it in at the beginning of the episode. Also, here's a plug. We're going to start doing some of these Digging Deep with Steven Gonzo episodes. So watch out for those and, uh, I don't know, listen. (laughs) (laughs) Tell your friends. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Bye.